Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 52 for the 11th of Shvat in a leap year. And today we're going to be learning the beginning of chapter 20. But before we do, I want to preface with a question for you guys, which is going to kind of lead us into this chapter. And that question is, would you consider yourself to be an idolater? Do you worship idols? I'll give you guys a second to think about that. (laughs) And I'm assuming, I'm just going to take like a wild guess here, that the answer that most of you came up with is no. (laughs) You know, I'm assuming that because you're listening to a podcast, which is Jewish, and Judaism is known to be a monotheistic religion, by definition, not an idolatrous religion, right? So I'm assuming if you somewhat identify with this, then you most likely think of yourself more as a monotheist than anything else. However, what we will be learning in in this chapter and in, you know, really subsequent parts of the Tanya too, this is a pretty big topic within the Tanya, is that it's not that simple. And that when we talk about not worshiping idols, it's not as simple as just saying that we believe in one God and not two. To learn, and this is where the Alturbis starts us off today, is that this idea of not worshiping idols is actually the pivotal point of all of Judaism, and it's actually our entire purpose of life. So let's get right into the text and just, you know, to kind of give you a heads up here, we're not going to be answering all the questions today. Like some of the other episodes that we had, we're going to be kind of left with a little bit of a maybe confusion or questions still remaining, but sometimes that's good. You know, sometimes it's good to kind of like stay with a little bit of questions, something to think about. So here we go. So in chapter 20, the Algebra says that it's known it's pretty well known that the mitzvah and the warning against idolatry, which are the first two commandments that we were given, when we were given the 10 commandments, the first two commandments that we were given were, I am the Lord your God, that was the first one, right, who took you out of Egypt. And the second one was that you should not have other gods before you. So, Anochi, Hashem Elokecha, that's the first one, is I am the Lord your God. And the second one is Lo Yelcha meaning that you should not have other gods before you. And the Altarpa says that it's very well known, and this is true not in not only in Hasidic circles, but across Judaism, that these two sayings, these two uh, commandments, encompass the entire Torah. And how is this? That the first commandment that we were given, Anochi, I am the Lord your God, encompasses within it all of the positive commandments. So it's more of like a proactive statement. So it's it encompasses all of the 248 
positive commandments, the things we must do. And the second commandment of, and you should not, so it's a negative, you should not have other gods before you. This encompasses all the transgressions, all the negative commandments, as we call them, the 365 negative commandments. And this is why these two commandments were actually the only two commandments that we all heard directly from God. So little, maybe not so well, facts, maybe you know it, maybe you don't, that actually when we say that we heard the Ten Commandments from God, we actually only directly heard the first two commandments, after which our souls expired and we just were not able to handle it anymore and our souls came back into us, but we begged Moshe to please serve as an intermediary because we just couldn't handle God's light. So we heard the, the subsequent eight commandments from God, but through Moshe. But the first two commandments we heard directly, directly from God. And what the altar of is saying here, that this Still, you know, even though they were only two commandments, these two commandments actually encompass the entire Torah within them. And that's why it was so essential that we hear those two commandments. And so now to explain this a little bit more, the altar says that we must remember a little bit this idea of the unity of God. So what is this unity of God? God is called a yachid. He's yachid is like unique. It's basically the uh, the translation of it. And miyuchad, and he's called yachid u miyuchad. It comes from the same root. Miyuchad in modern Hebrew means special. It's like unique, special. There's only one God. And it's more than just that God is one. It's that he's very unique. What makes God unique? It's And then here he quotes from the Rosh Hashanah prayers, actually, from the Musaf of the Rosh Hashanah prayers, where it says, that all who believe, believe that there's only him. That And what does this mean, that there's only him? That just like before creation and after creation, God is exactly the same. And there's only him. And that he did not change. So God is the same God before he created the world, after he created the world, he didn't change. He's, he's fixed, he's constant, it's the same exact God. And there's no change in him at all. And then he brings another citation from davening, from the from the sitter, where it says, Ani Hashem lo shiniti, that I am God and I did not change. So again, what does this mean? It means that all of these worlds and all of, of this entire world and all of the supernal worlds don't affect any change in his unity at all in him creating these things from nothing to something. And he's exactly the same way that he was before creation and after creation. And why, how is this? How does this manifest? In the sense that everything else apart from God, it's as if not. It's as if it does not exist. And it's as if it's not in nothing in relation to him. So again, this is, you know, very, this is the end of the Tanya for today. And it's most likely bringing up a lot of questions for you. You know, questions says, such as, okay, if God didn't change before creation, after creation, everything exists as if not in nothing for God, what's up with the world? <laughs> does the world really exist? How does the world exist? I mean, these are questions that would come up for me, you know, that I've thought about with these things. Um, you know, how is it that when we say that God is unique in this ability, what does this mean exactly? Like there's a, there's a lot of things that come up in this, you know? And so this is just kind of to give a little 
intro to this topic. Again, it's the very beginning of the chapter, and we're going to be exploring this chapter further within the next few days. But so just as kind of the takeaway of all of this is to remember this idea and to, to understand this idea that God is a constant. So God did not change from creation. He did not um, get affected by the created world around him. So if you wanted to, Valtrepa doesn't bring it up here, but this is brought up in other places in Chassidus, that if um, a, a creator of other kind of content, whether it's a writer, an artist, a, a visual artist of some kind, or even somebody who makes a business, whatever a person's doing that they create something, a person, because they're a person and they're not God, is going to be changed by whatever it is that they're creating. The creation that they make changes them in some way. And not only that, the creation, whatever a person creates, whether it's a song, whether it's a book, whether it's a business, whatever it is, that takes on a life of its own at a certain point to the point that, you know, you could see a person passes away and years later, I mean, we still listen to Mozart's music. We still read Shakespeare's books, right? Even years after they pass away. So obviously there's something, they exist in an independent way. With God, God is unique in the sense that first of all, he doesn't change through his creation. Nothing, him creating the world, him not creating the world. It's the exact same God. The, creating the world did not change him in any way at all. And secondly, the creation, as we'll learn, and again, this gets the, 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 this gets elaborated upon more in other asp other parts of the Tanya, but I'll mention it here. The creation of the world does not exist apart from God. It's not like just like a song or a, a poem or something that a person writes that exists apart from them. God's creation, God's world has absolutely no existence other than him and does not have its own independent existence. So these are some things to think about. And again, just to remember, as we mentioned at the very beginning, that there is a relation here to idolatry and not worshiping idols and We'll hopefully try to understand this as we go on with this chapter and with the Tanya. So stay tuned and I will continue this tomorrow. I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.